This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you would like to ask a question yourself, here is what you do. Uh, you would not go to Twitter or YouTube in the comments section. You would go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp. Fill out the form, and I will get back to you within 48 hours. Now, uh, this form is going to be down for a few days this week. I am switching from one company into another company. So if you see it down, uh, that's fine. Just hang on to your question and keep checking back in. It shouldn't be long before I have this thing transferred over. So a big thank you to all of you uh, for your support and your patronage. Uh, the response has been tremendous. I've really enjoyed reading the comments on YouTube and uh, on Twitter and uh, in the emails as well. I said it a while back. I didn't know how well this information would take. Um, if if it just reached five or ten people and we were just all talking to each other, that would have been just fine. But uh, it's it's gone far beyond that. Now, if I had to put a number on it, I would say maybe 98 to 99 percent of you uh, either really love the content or you watched it and you just said, OK, not for me. And then you went on your way. Uh, there is always that one to two percent, though, that really take issue uh, with the way things are said and done. And I figure I'd just take a little bit of time here and just address that. Uh, I did a little bit in the beginner's video, but um, there's really two categories of people here. There are complainers and arguers. And I feel like if I just address it here one time, then I won't ever have to do it again. And so uh, some of these objections you may have also in the back of your mind. So it's probably good that we talk about it now, and it's going to kind of lead into the question that's coming up for this week's episode. So the complainers are losers. They have no chance of succeeding in this market. They don't like it when people do. And if you don't say and do things exactly the way they want you to, then they're going to take issue with it and express their disapproval. And I really have nothing to say to them that hasn't already been said. If you don't like the material and you disagree with it and you don't like me, well, then that's just how it's going to go. Life goes on. Now, the other group of people are the ones that take umbrage with something I said about something, whether it's an indicator that they like or the, something I said in the Big Banks video, for example. And this is much different than complaining. This is just people that have a contrasting opinion. And this is perfectly fine. I'm just not the type of person that's going to take any time engaging in people in a back and forth in the YouTube comment section. It's just not a very good use of my time. I've seen other people in the past fall into this trap. And that's certainly not where I ever want to end up. But I will clarify a few things here. So the Big Banks video has become the top video on my channel. It's the number one video as far as people kind of gaining entry into the channel itself, uh, meaning it's the first video a lot of you see. And it can be a bit controversial at times because all of us are trying to figure out what the big banks are doing and none of us work for the banks. And that provides a little bit of a problem. Because even though we're not actually there doing it, we're trying to figure out just what it is they do and why they do it. And so a lot of times you'll get people coming in uh, really on the emails too, uh, not just on the comments section, say, no, you know, the, this, is, this isn't what they do. They do it like this or they do it like that. So in the end, just know this. Um, if you ask 100 people, you know, myself included, what they think the big banks do, what their motivation is and how they make their money you are going to get 100 completely different answers. Nobody is ever going to completely agree on this. So what I did on that video is what I do in every video. Um, I gather as much intel as I can. I make a video expressing my opinion, and then I do the best I can to actually back it up. I very seldomly just say something and then walk away. Um, I learned what the big banks were uh, from one of the earlier people to teach me how to trade. 
And then from there, you meet other professional traders, you meet people who used to actually work for banks. And then over time, you do your best to try to take all the information from them, flesh it out, and try to come up with something that makes sense. And that video was a culmination of those things. And then towards the end, I added that little piece de resistance with the IG client sentiment indicator that really broke it down in a very simple term. I said, okay, once retail traders go one way, the banks will typically go the other way, especially long term. Uh, the IG client sentiment indicator is based on the daily chart, which is what I trade. What actually goes on intraday, if there actually are price levels somewhere in there or the banks take a different approach, I really don't care because that is not the market I trade. There could certainly be some differences there. But in the way we trade here at No Nonsense Forex, the real takeaways from that video was one, having a better understanding of how Forex actually works behind the scenes. And two, really, the main theme of the whole video at the end was hey, look, don't worry so much about trying to trade like these people. Just do what you can to avoid being on their radar. Because if you end up trading where everybody else is trading, there's going to be manipulation there more times than not. And you don't know which way that manipulation is going to go. So it's my same case for getting rid of fundamental analysis. You know, concentrate on the things you can control and avoid the things that you have no control over at all. But if you want to come into that video and on the comments section, argue minutia, you're going to be arguing with yourself. Because in the end, everybody has a completely different opinion of how this thing works. I've done quite a bit of research on my opinion. I did my best to back it up. And I hope that video serves you well in the future. It's already made quite an impact on a lot of people. So as far as the other types of arguments, I'll go ahead and get into the question now and then see how this transitions over. This week's question is from Oscar from London. And Oscar asks, is it still possible to become a professional Forex trader even if I use tools that are in the dirty dozen? I use a couple of them. I have success with them. Have I just been doing it wrong the whole time? So for those of you who don't know, I put out a video called The Dirty Dozen, where I took 12 of the most popular Forex tools that people use, and I spent about 30 seconds on each one telling you why I think each one of them are completely useless, and you're way better off using something else. And I said also that I would make an individual video on every single one of those 12, and I've already done that a couple times. I've done it on Fibonacci, I've done it on the RSI. And then I've made a couple other videos that didn't fall into the Dirty Dozen, like the MACD and the Heikinashi, to where I told you, you know what, for the most part, I don't really endorse these, but there are some parts, uh, there are some takeaways you can, you can get from them that can be really useful. And now this hits home with a lot of people, because a lot of these are tools that people have currently been using. And some people have actually had some success with it. And yes, there are professional traders everywhere that use these tools. There are a lot of professional traders out there that don't even know that any of the other tools that I talk about even exist. Just being aware of that whole new horizon of indicators out there, just the knowledge that it even exists, uh, puts you in very, very exclusive company. Most people, even pros, have no idea that there's a whole other world out there. So we'll do a bit of short answer, long answer here. Uh, my ultimate answer here, uh, this is the short answer part to the question, is yes, you certainly can. It's just a lot more difficult because as I explained, these tools at their core are substandard tools to use. And by using them, you have a very uphill battle ahead of you. Now, there have been lots of traders that have still won, that have still become professional traders despite this. And I've said this before, even with substandard tools, if you just have your money management and your psychology in place, you're going to do some damage. And that really is, from all the professionals that I know, that is the one common thread within all of them. They have an absolute money management structure. 
and they almost never let emotions get in their way. But I've said this before, I also do think that there are much better ways to get into a trade, and a good portion of my channel actually starts to go over that, and we're going to get more and more into that as we go forward. So just like in the Big Banks video, if I talk about one of these tools that I don't like, I state my case the best I can, back it up the best I can, and it's up to you what you want to do after that. Now, depending on the tool or indicator that I'm talking about, I will get different types of arguments from people in the comments section and on email. And these arguments typically fall into one of three categories. Category one, well, VP, you just didn't use it on this setting. That's what you have to do. And my response to that would be, you know, chances are I did try it out on that setting and it just didn't work for me. Um, but if it works for you, great. My system is different than yours. Um, so if you are using it with success on that particular setting, well, then you, my friend, have figured something out and I salute you for it. Uh, but I've tested a lot of these indicators and tools pretty extensively. Chances are I did try it on the setting that you like and it just wasn't working out. So category two, as far as the people who want to argue with me about these uh, indicators, this is typically with the Fibonacci crowd, uh, more than anybody from what I've found. And they'll say, hey, VP, you're just not using it this way. You conveniently ignored how you can use Fibonacci's in this method, and this is the way that really works. Or if you use Fibonacci uh, from an intraday standpoint, it works a lot better. So on that last one, uh, I don't trade intraday. Uh, it very well might for all I know, um, but that's not the way I trade. That's not the way I endorse other people trade. So I'm really not qualified to talk about it because that's not how I use it. On the first part, yes, there are, gosh, there got to be at least 50 different ways you could use Fibonacci in your trading. And there's a bunch of different ways you can use a lot of these tools in your trading. And I have tested out a lot of those ways, but here's the problem. If I were to talk about all of those ways and explain why I don't think they work very well, some of these videos will be three hours long, and nobody has time for that. So when I make these videos, I'm not addressing the people that have tested all of these different ways and really nerd out hard on the one way they found that works and have traded that way. I salute the Fibonacci crowd. They have found one of the dozens of different ways you can use that thing and are claiming to have pretty good success with it. Great. But for the rest of us mere mortals, there are some base fundamental flaws with it, especially using on the daily chart to where I can say it's a really bad idea for most traders. And now I'll get similar arguments on these other tools. Well, you just didn't use it this way, and that's your problem. Again, I probably did. But here's the punchline, traders. Minus the complainers, because they're completely screwed. All I care about in the end is your success, however you get there. If you found a way to make a bunch of pips consistently using the RSI, shit, dude, I salute you. You overcame a gigantic obstacle and you deserve the spoils. In the end, traders, I am one person giving my opinion and backing it up the best I can. If you're somebody who's putting in the work and testing all these things out, and the method that works out the best for you is moving average crossovers mixed with support and resistance lines, I am rooting for your success. I am forever in your corner. Now, do I think my method is superior? Of course. <laughs> Everybody thinks that about their method. And I think a lot of you are seeing the value in it in terms of all the benefits it gives you, which is staying under the bank's radar. Time. Having a system together that takes emotions out of the game. It's all there, and it's the method I endorse. But in the end, just understand, however you get there, I'm really pulling for you. But here is my advice to all of you who are currently using tools in the Dirty Dozen. And I'll link that video down below for those of you who have not seen it. But to all of you using tools in the Dirty Dozen, 
and to all of you who are putting together a system so you can trade like I do. My advice to all of you is this. Always keep improving on what you have. If you're an RSI trader and you're getting good results over time, just understand that maybe, just maybe, there's a better option out there. It would take a great amount of hubris to sit there and say that the relative strength index is the end-all be-all, and there is no need to look for anything better. Fibonacci traders, keep doing what you're doing, but be honest with yourselves. Make sure the results are there. If they're not, it's okay to jump ship. If I've taught you guys anything, it's that there's a whole brand new world of tools out there, relevant tools, created for this market that we trade, and they are certainly worth discovering and testing out. But for those of you who are not having success with your entry tools, just understand there are thousands of routes you can go. You're not stuck. And for those of you who are having success, understand that there are still thousands of other ways you can go that could be even better than what you're already using. Never stop improving. I turned pro in 2014. I am a completely different trader now than I was four years ago. I'm, I feel like I'm a much better trader than I was four years ago. Part of that's just experience, but another really big part of that was I kept improving on what I already have. And I'm still doing that today. I still test indicators. I still try plugging new ones into my system to see how they work, and I record the results. You can have really good success in this market in a fairly short amount of time. And by short amount of time, I mean right about one to two years. But it still takes a lifetime to master. And that's part of the reason why I love it so much. If you're the type that's just never satisfied and always wants to be better, this is one great place for you to be. So those of you out there that use conventional tools and like them and are having some success with them, uh, that is my message to you. We can all have success together, but don't be afraid to go out there and seek out better ways because they're always out there. Just don't expect me to go in the YouTube comments and argue back and forth with you on this. Um, some people take it a little bit further and say that, oh, I'm leading people down the wrong way and I'm doing damage to traders by not mentioning all these other ways you can use these tools. And again, I don't have time to go over all the 7,000 ways you can use one indicator, um, but I state my case the best I can and it makes sense to a lot of people. Look, I disagree with every single trading channel on YouTube out there. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find one that I actually agree with. I certainly think they're leading traders down the wrong path. And some of them, I know for a fact, are outright scamming people. Um, but am I going to spend two seconds out of my day going into their channel, into the comments section, trying to start an argument with them? No, that's a terrible use of my time. What did I do instead? Took action. Created my own channel. And it appears that just about all of you are enjoying it quite well. Uh, again, I thank you for your comments and your support. But there are two ways you can support me above anything. One, go to iTunes and leave a five-star review on the Forex Q&A podcast. It certainly does go a long way. And above anything, above that, take what I've given you and put in the work. When it's all said and done, my true success here is going to be measured by how many people come out the other side successful. How many future professional traders were inspired by what we do here? So don't be like the complainers who don't want to put in the work. Get out there and start putting this structure together. Use the best tools you can find, whatever they are, and make this shit happen. Go get it.